At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The main event this weekend for me is going to be the NFC Championship game. Like you said, I'm kind of looking more forward to the AFC Championship game, but I think there's more of a potential for a blowout where I just don't see this game being a blowout because not only do the coaches know each other so well, it is a divisional matchup. These teams have already seen each other twice, although, hell, San Francisco blew them out 31-10 to Week 10. Um, it's a three-and-a-half-point spread currently. San Francisco on the road. They're the dogs. The total in the game tomorrow, or, um, Sunday is 45-and-a-half. What are you doing in this one? Oh, man, Ryan. I know it's tough. It is. Because um, like we've talked about before earlier this week, you've got the battle of the the identities. You've got Jimmy G, who's not great, and you've got a plethora of weapons. Yep. Like they asked me on one of the Sacramento stations today who I think has the better roster. And I actually think That's it's really pretty close. Question. Yes. Right? Like, it's actually much more close than you would think. And even when I said I think I give the edge to the Rams, like, I didn't feel great saying it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because truthfully, like, what, Nick Bosa's? Nick. He's no slouch. slouch. No. You've got Eric Armstead. He's no slouch. Like, you've got a plethora of weapons. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. George like Kittle. George Kittle is a much superior tight end and a star comparatively to like a Tyler Higby. And Tyler Higby's no slouch. But then you've got like the star power of OBJ and Aaron Donald and Von Miller, the I guess the sunsetting of Von Miller and Cooper Cup to a degree. Cooper Cup is a beast, but I wouldn't say he's like star star. And then of course yeah. you've got OBJ, Cam Akers, um, and Darrell Henderson, Sony Michelle, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, I think it's a lot closer than you'd think. No, I completely agree because the Rams don't really have the depth, though. So they have, right. like, the Rams have, like, the Madden names. Yep. Odell Beckham Jr., Jalen Ramsey, right? And then the Niners have, like, some guys like Kyle Juszczyk. But, mm-hmm. like, that's – so that's what I love about Shanahan is he finds the guys that fit his system perfectly. Like, what other team wants, you know, two fullbacks and all these tight ends that aren't even – like, just blocking tight ends? And, you know, obviously George Kittle's great, so that's a bad example. But they just fit his system so perfectly – and, uh, yeah, I feel like they have a lot of underrated dudes. Like Fred Warner, for example, he's been to, what, maybe one Pro Bowl, an All-Pro, yeah. I believe, once, I want to say. And I think he's one of the best inside linebackers in the game. For sure. Yeah, I so, agree. So, in terms of what I'm going to do and how this is going to play out, it's the same sort of scenario as Week 18. Like, I see this game kind of going similarly. The Rams are in a playoff game at quote-unquote home. I think there'll probably be at least – Conservatively speaking, 65% Niner fans. 
like conservatively speaking. Absolutely. I think do, they've do you got, know any Rams fans? I don't. No. I've never met a Rams fan in my life. I, well, St. Louis, like kind of, but then they're I like, lived I, in LA and like you can't find LA fans. Like they just don't care. There's just too much to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and I love sports. Degrees. Right, I know. I mean, yeah, they're eating sushi and, and even surfing. if they were in there, they don't get loud. Right. Like, they never get loud. They show up in the second quarter. Yeah. yeah. I went to a USC game, a huge game against Stanford one year, and it was like nobody ever stood up. Yeah. So, like, never. Like, they all sat down. Can you imagine a college football game where the entire stadium, they just sit down the whole time? Yeah. That's where we're at. So, I think the, the Niner fans, they're going to show up. They're going to show out. I think the Rams, I could very easily see them going up big, which is exactly, I think, what Shanahan wants. Like, play possum a little bit. Allow uh, – Allow Sean McVay to be conservative and then just come back. Yeah. And just come storming back because all all McVay does is he just wants to bleed the clock out. And that's dumb. That's very, very dumb. You saw how that played out in week 18 when the Niners needed to win that game in order to get into the playoffs. Yeah. And here we are one game away from the Super Bowl yet again. So I like the three and a half. Can I see it getting very ugly? The Rams going up big. It's a very similar situation to the Kansas City game. Like, going right. up big and and then choking them out? Yeah. Sure. But, like, that's not quite what the identities of these two teams are. So I'm going to go what I feel more so is going to happen, which is I think the, the Niners will keep it close. Shanahan out scheming McVay. I like the three and a half. Probably not going to play them on the money line, but I do like the, the three plus the hook. Yeah, I'm going to go, okay, so the Niners obviously have owned the Rams, and McVay's 3-7 and seven against Shanahan, and that's not even just against the spread, that's straight up. But also, the Rams are always favored in these games, and they never win, like they are on Sunday. They were favored in eight of those ten games. But the reason, so I went back and I watched, because uh, I'm a loser, all ten matchups on Game Pass, which you can do, and I also went back. How long did that take? Um, well, with the condensed, condensed version, so uh, 33, 30, it took me ten games, took about, Eight and a half hours only. How long did you do that over? The last three days. And I also went back and watched LaFleur versus Shanahan, which was very painful. Um, I was watching the All-22 when when guys walked in. I watched the NFC title game where Jimmy only dropped back nine times. Is that times. like basically all, all you do all day? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you I'm, just watch games? I'm really into take, Kyle Shanahan. Do you take uh, notes? Not like, uh, yeah. A little bit, all yeah. Right, so like okay. I got them all right in front of me right so now. So give to... me your breakdown of okay. what Kyle Shanahan is going right. to do and so, do well. Okay, so uh, the 49ers are a run-first team, which isn't exactly breaking news. And even when Jimmy G does throw the ball, it's usually based off a run concept. The Rams' defense is built to – it's like a modern-day NFL defense where like nobody cares about stopping the run anymore because nobody cares about running backs. It's all about stopping the pass, even with Aaron Donald and Von Miller – they're so quick, but you could kind of like bully them with big, tough linemen like a trip like lineman like Trent Williams or George Kittle. So what the Rams do is they send pressure with their speedy pass rushers and Aaron Donald because that's what Brandon Staley brought in. And even though Brandon Staley is now gone, he's the head coach of the Chargers. They didn't change their system, so they still play with the lightest box in the league. And Kyle Shanahan, like you know, everybody who always did this with Matt Lafleur. Why does he use motion so much? He uses motion and play action at one of the highest rates in the league out of any head coach because that then forces the defense to kind of show their hand, show their card, show their poker face, and that helps Jimmy Garoppolo, while he's not the most talented quarterback in the world, and Kyle Shanahan identify who's blitzing and also which coverage they're playing. Are they playing cover two or are they playing man? And that's where the Rams' defense is so good at disguising their coverages. So you go back and you look at it. They have the highest rate in the NFL. So what they show you pre-snap is not what they actually run. 53% of the time, what they come up with at the line of scrimmage 
They don't actually run that. And so that's why Shanahan is able to confuse the hell out of them, and then Jimmy could check out of things. And plus, I mean, the run designs are just so solid. Like, that's why they could take advantage of it. Look at, like, the game, even that they lose, um, or the one that they come back and win, I should say. San Francisco, 449 yards to just 265, and that was without Trent Williams. He didn't even play in that game. They win that game 31-10 to earlier on in the year when we didn't think the Niners were any good, and they controlled the clock uh, nearly double the time of possession. That was back week 10. The other thing is, because they run all that motion, I feel like Kyle Shanahan's going to be able to take Jalen Ramsey out of the equation because Jalen Ramsey's come out this week and says he's going to shadow Debo Samuel. So if you roll... But how are you going to shadow Debo I mean, Samuel if, if you're he's playing in the, him out of the backfield? And that's the thing. Like, So if he's in the slot or he's on the outside, I feel like Jalen Ramsey's going to have to follow him. So when, then what does that open up? The middle of the field right. with the best tight end in the league, George Kittle. Brandon Ayuk, I'm playing both of their props. I by love the way. Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, so he had the Rams over 100 yards in in week 18. Yeah, the Rams can't cover the middle of the field. Troy Reader is terrible. I don't know that he should be in the league. He's a liability. The 49ers scheme is designed just to attack linebackers, and I think that that's uh, where they could have some success. All that being said, though, the Rams are playing on another level right now. Matthew Stafford, like I don't care what his win loss record is, you know, you in December because he's so damn good right now. I think it's going to be a shootout. I'm taking the points with the Niners, but I uh, kind of want to take the Rams on the money line. I think yeah, the Rams win a, by a field goal. I feel that, too. You know what's interesting, too, when you were talking about what Shanahan does yeah. and how uh, you've got Jimmy G that needs to check out of things? Like, it's interesting to me, as you're saying that, I'm like, wow. There's something that Jimmy G doesn't do well, right? We know he's not, like, great at throwing the deep ball. But what if his processor is just really good? You know what I mean? Like, what if Jimmy G's best asset is knowing what to check in and out of and how to assess defenses when they're running all of that pre-snap well, right. motion? Right. And, like, guys like Nick Mullins or C.J. Beathard can't do that. And so, like, the things that Trey the, Lance. The, and Trey Lance yeah. that Jimmy G can't do physically, that he makes up for it. Mentally, even though he's like so gorgeous, it's kind of like blows your mind. Maybe yeah. he's a football See, savant. And I, I like Jimmy G. Oh, and on the other side, though, here, so here's the other thing. So tell me what you think about this. Like, because I know Stafford's been really good and he was good against Tampa Bay. Two picks, though, and against the Niners. I didn't get it. Like, Todd Bowles, yeah, Todd Bowles last week blitzed Matthew Stafford 39% of the time. You, That's the, like, Matthew Stafford, you want to hear something crazy? The most disgusting thing. So Matthew Stafford this season is actually better against the blitz than he is from a clean pocket. He kills man coverage, averages 10 yards per attempt. When you play Matthew Stafford with man, 19 touchdowns to just two picks, a 134 QB rating. Against the zone, Matthew Stafford, this season, 15 touchdowns to just 14 picks. The 49ers are going to play no man, all zone. That's the only thing that concerns me why I like the points, and I haven't played the money line yet, is I just feel like this is a nightmare matchup for Stafford. It really is. It's just It's an interesting a battle of wills, battle of, like, how the coaches do their thing. And they can't really go so far away from their identity. No. Like, you can't just have, like, a rapidly changing game plan from who you were all year. You yeah. can't be like, oh, well, now we're, like, we're just playing man now. Or, no, yeah. now we're not going to do this. You right. know what I mean? And so, that was, like, the thing against LaFleur. And it's, like, LaFleur, everything LaFleur does and McVay, the reason I keep bringing him up is because they all grew up in the same coaching tree. But Shanahan is the teacher, and they are the students. And so, like, they all run the same stuff, but Shanahan knows that, like, I could show this look and then confuse you with this. 
because he's it's his system. It's basically like I taught you that it needs to be right. this, exactly. but actually it, I added this wrinkle actually, and right. I never even told you exactly. about that. Exactly, like this is my dad's style. Is anything you like in the NFC title game? Anything I like in the NFC title game is water wet. It is actually, you know what? Water might not be wet. Somebody told me that. I said that on my stream one time, and they said no. Water tank. Yeah, I don't like that wet. argument. I like to use that one. So keep yeah. keep doing it. Cam is water wet. Yes. Yes. Or is that what is is a term used to describe the state of something? That's that's what the argument is. It's a full fledged YouTube video breakdown. Professors and all that. They yeah, say water's I've not wet. Yeah, I've seen that. You seen it too? It's yeah, annoying, yeah, because, right? Because I use it a lot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People kill me for that. You know, it's like oh, AD's mm-hmm. down again. I'm like oh yeah, water's wet. Or yeah. oh, the Packers lost the NFC Championship game because uh, you know Tyler Lancaster whiffed on a block, and everybody's like, who's Tyler Lancaster? And I'm like, exactly. Well, yeah. I guess you could just say is does water make you wet? But that would be literally like the same thing. Ten twenty five. So does Every water make time. you this well? Never fails. Ten twenty five. So you by using motion, Shanahan, all right, you know, he's able to identify the coverage in the blitzers. That's why he uses it so much in play action. Come nice. on. Nice. You know there we go. Water's wet. Okay. Um, in this game, let's look at some of the props that we have on the board. Of course, I love me some Odell Beckham Jr. I do. One of my favorite players. Also, a gritty uh, uh, enthusiast. He does that very very well. Um, his receiving hair. yardage prop. He does have purple hair. His receiving, receiving yardage prop tonight or this weekend, 52 and a half. It's minus 115 both ways. What would you guys do with the receiving prop for OBJ? Over or under? Uh, for me, I'd probably, uh, you know what? Man, that's a good one. Well, it depends uh, on what, was I, your, what were you guys break down of the sides really uh, quickly? Did you, are you Rams or are you guys? And, me and Ryan both have Niners plus three and a half. Yeah, Rams money line possibly. I is don't this know. a show bet weekend? Like, possibly what? Rams I'm the, money I'm the line. I'm the only person. Yeah, line. man, I was talking about the splits. Stafford against uh, man versus zone. You know, you look at, he kills man coverage, 19 tutties to two picks. Against zone, 15 to four. His rating dips like 14 points. And the 49ers only play zone. So I just, I feel like the uh, Rams, I'm sorry, win. But I, do you see it being more than a field goal game? I think... I think there's a chance the first game gets a little out of hand maybe and maybe doesn't live up to the expectations. I just don't see a game with these two teams, coaches that know each other, that have already seen each other being a blowout, you know? It reminds me of when the Niners and the Seahawks would play and it was like Legion of Boom against Patrick Wolf. But does it have to be does it have to be a like four though? It has to be under four, you think? Like it can be be twenty six twenty. Either one of these teams can't win by a touchdown. No, they could definitely. Could for sure. I think they can. I think the Rams have the offense to win by a touchdown. I'm I'm a little concerned about the 49ers. I know people are trying to um, ignore just like the 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 health concern of this team and all that stuff. And you're saying, well, oh well, Debo looks good. The only thing we have to worry about is Trent Williams and all that stuff. But like these guys still played a very you saw it a very physical game on the road in Lambeau like. I think that still has to take a toll, especially on top of all the other things that you would have to um, imagine from getting this far in the season and playing extra football. I'm going to go to the Rams on the side. That's my play. You guys didn't ask because um, we're on the props section, but the people that want to know that, I'm going to go Rams on the side in that one. Um, I like Odell Beckham Jr. over his receiving yardage uh, number as well, 52 and a half. I also wouldn't mind playing an anytime touchdown on OBJ because, yeah. oh, oh, and how can I forget Mr. Cooper Cup? Cooper Cups, what is his receiving prop this week? What is it at? I saw uh, they actually, five or more receptions yeah. is minus eleven hundred. Seven or more receptions minus two fifty. Cooper Cup. The only way you're going to get plus money with Cooper Cup is for him to have ten or more receptions. That's you crazy. get plus. You only get two to one odds. Two to one odds for Cooper Cup to have ten or more catches. That's sick. His official line uh, seven and a half juice to the over minus one fifty. I love Brandon Ayuk's prop. Same. He is at that number is 47 and a half. You're going to do the yard? Okay, you're going to go yards? I like both. Me too. Uh, 
47 and a half at minus 115. He had over 100 yards in week 18. He's like a sneaky receiver that the Niners know how to use against this Rams team, especially if Debo is banged up, like you say, Q. I think he becomes the the like number one guy there outside of George Kittle. Um, and then I also like his reception prop. You can get plus money with five receptions, plus 140. Uh, let me see what it is just like normally. Three and a half is minus one. Don't like that. Three and a half minus one sixty. Do not like that. So I'll probably take the five plus, which is basically four and a half at plus money. Yeah, see, that's the problem. I was looking at uh, rather than the yards, I don't want to like fall short by a yard. So I was looking at he had a hundred yards, right? Right. I know. I was looking at. Does it concern you that the Rams' defense is well? Ramsey's traveling with Debo, seventh in the NFL in rush defense. I think you guys don't care about that. I think what Ramsey said makes me more intrigued uh, on Brandon Ayuk, where he's like, I'm just going to shadow Debo the entire time. So if Jalen Ramsey is, is stuck on Debo, and that's the only thing that he's focused on, the other side of this secondary is definitely gettable. Yeah, I played the yards, uh, so I really like that for Brandon Ayuk. I haven't played anything with Kittle, but I probably will. My favorite play in this game, as far as props, uh, I'm going under, and wow, it actually went back up. Cam Akers, under 61 and a half yards. He had 50 last you week. You hate Cam Akers. No, I love him, but I mean, I just, San Francisco, I, I could tell you firsthand, man, like even with A.J. Dillon before he got injured and Aaron Jones, like look at the rushing offenses they've shut down. That's why San Francisco's still playing. Like people are like, well, Jimmy Garoppolo this, Aaron Rodgers that. No, I mean, Nick Bosa made life a living hell for Aaron Rodgers and Fred Warner, and their run defense is legit. And I Yo. also I just feel like it's going to be a lot of Stafford throwing the ball. Yo, what do you guys think about this prop? Cam, uh, not Cam, Elijah Mitchell, Eli Mitchell over 17 and a half carries. Let's just look at his stats. 21 carries. 17 and a half. Yeah, 21 carries against the Rams, 21 against the Texans, 22 against the Seahawks, 22 against the Vikings, 27. So, are these consecutive or are these just these the are biggest? Consec- these are consecutive. These are from from week ten on. He's had over seventeen carries each game. Remember I'm trying to find the People were questioning why Elijah Mitchell was getting so much love in the offense. The best running, yeah, no, yeah. You know, like people are like, oh, this guy, this team is reeling, and all of a sudden Shanahan's just running Elijah Mitchell out out there, and now he's become their best, well, one of their best weapons out of the backfield. Yeah, he's he's a beast. I like that number, especially since it's not juiced. It's only minus one hundred five. It's actually juiced minus uh, juiced to the under. Which, I don't know, like, we were talking about how Shanahan's planning to use this, and I do think that Jimmy G will have to throw the ball, but they're a run-first offense, and if he's done it, what, eight consecutive weeks, I don't know why that would stop now. I'm going to go Cam Akers under 61.5 rushing yards, and I also played, um, let's see if the number's still the same. I'm going to go Van Jefferson over, I want to say, well, I got it at 30.5. Let's see what it is, just because, again, I think that that's, I mean, he runs one route. That could be one grab for Van Jefferson. So I thought that number was a little bit too low. I do like your OBJ pick and uh, obviously Cooper Cup. Like, I would never play as under, but I just feel like they're going to be really focused on Cooper Cup just like they were against Devontae. And Devontae still had, I think, like seven or eight grabs for over 90 yards, but that wasn't his regular performance. So I think maybe um, that's, one, that's one look that I really liked is Van Jefferson. It's 32 and a half, so it's went up two yards. I really like that, though. Van Jefferson over 32 and a half. Cam Akers under on the rushing yards. Brandon Ayuk over. And I think that's it for me. I know everybody loves the Jimmy Garoppolo under passing yards, but dude, if they're down two scores like in this game, he's going to be throwing the ball a lot. Right. What does anybody think about Matthew Stafford's passing yardage prop? It's 282.5. It started off around 279.5, now up to 282, but it's juice to the under minus 120. And a lot of people say, of course, you know, he's, had, he's averaging what? 240.5 passing yards per game. Um, against the 49ers this year this season. They have a banged-up secondary as well. 
But but he hasn't gone three straight games without an interception. He had four picks against the 49ers earlier in their matchup. Would you go over or under on that number? I would go under just because every time that Matthew Stafford has played the Niners, that number he's gone under. Uh, I believe that I'm trying to find what it actually is. I was talking with the San Francisco guys or the Sacramento guys. They beat the heck out of them, too. They sacked them four or five times in that last one, too, yeah. Stafford, you know? He only averaged 240 pick. and a half yards against yep. this team. Yeah. 240 yards. I, I Still, though, Q, like, especially if you like the Rams, I think you got to go over just because yeah. I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball against San Fran. It's, it's also like I don't want to look at anything from last week because I hear people doing that when it, when it revolves around San Fran because they played in – Negative three yeah, that degree was a weather. Whole different thing. You know, now they're playing in the dome. So, you know, the game plan is going to be a lot different. Um, and you know, same thing for both teams. So, I don't. Th- I, I don't. I'd probably go over with Stafford. Definitely not under. I think I go over too. Give me some value. Minus one ten. It's a little bit of a change, of course, from the minus one twenty. We got to sweat up here in overtime. These two too teams. Too many sweats. Actually, right now, yeah, it's a I, lot of sweats. Going I don't on. like anything that's going down. Right um, now. but yeah, I, I would go over Matt Stafford. I, I yeah. feel like th- I, I truly do believe like. This is a chance for the Rams to to have everything come full circle for them. They finally get the monkey off their back in defeating Sean McVay, and then I can fade him in the Super Bowl. Like the, I mean, the, defeating Kyle Shanahan, then I can fade him in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. Like I think that they they will be able to figure some things out. Their offense can fire on all cylinders. You're not going to get huge mistakes mistakes from your skill position vet guys who are your stars. Your defense is healthy. Your defense is flying around there. They're looking to chomp back at the bit, and also. The organization from top to bottom knows what this game is about. This game and all the acquisitions that you have made and all the signings and all the trades and all the flack that you have gotten throughout the entire season and even before the season about um, the way you spend your money, this is why you do it, to have your best players and have so many great players on the field against a beaten-up San Francisco 49ers team, a team that hasn't shown a lot of crazy prowess offensively where they can't necessarily even score with you if you if, with all the de- it's not like this team is like oh they have a lot of offensive weapons right. but their defense is not good no they're stout on both sides of the fl- of the ball of the ball so i'm going to i'm just going to err on the side of this rams team get they get over the hump they put up a lot of points they don't they don't make mistakes i think matthew stafford continues his uh his little stretch of not throwing interceptions and i think they win big so i th- i'll take the over on matt stafford 282 and a half